You're listening to Table Chat. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. We're full-time dietitians and part-time pizza slash taco enthusiasts. This is our show where we talk food, nutrition, and whatever else we feel like. So come sit around our table and chat. Because the more you know, the more you can eat. Hey, Rachel. Hi, Erin. How are you? I'm pretty good. Feeling good? Feeling awesome. Today we are excited to give you all a virtual tour of each of our kitchens. We will be chatting the layout of our kitchens, our must-have gadgets, our go-to ingredients, um, snacks that we always have on hand, biggest kitchen fails, (laughs) (laughs) and triumphs, and what goes on inside of our kitchens besides cooking and eating, and of course what a dream kitchen for us would look like Mm -hmm. if we could cook it up from scratch. (laughs) But first, let's eat. Yay! So what do you have for us today? This smells amazing in here. Thank you. Well, I made some skin on sweet potato fries um, with a Greek yogurt dill dip. Wow. Yeah, it sounds very fancy. So is this a recipe that you created yourself or did you find it somewhere? I found a similar recipe online um, by a woman. I don't know her name, but her blog is called Kitchen Treaty. And it was really fascinating. I think she's a vegetarian, and her husband is basically a carnivore, she says. And then I think her child is gluten-free, something like that. So she's basically the whole purpose of her blog is figuring out what to put on the table that is like everyone's at peace with what's on the table, but not making three or four different things. Yeah. So I adapted it from her recipe. And I'm really excited to try it. The sweet potatoes have been tossed in olive oil and cinnamon and chili powder Mm -hmm. and a few other spices that we'll put up on our website. And then awesome combo. Yeah. And then you throw them in the oven at 425. For 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Halfway through, I kind of like flipped them and like shuffled them around. Yeah. And then the Greek yogurt dip is just a cup of plain Greek yogurt. Yeah. And some fresh minced garlic, fresh chopped dill, which I'm obsessed with dill. It's one of my favorite herbs. Really? Yeah. And then um, fresh ground pepper. I think that's... Oh, and there's some lemon in there. Okay. Like a teaspoon of lemon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So should we try this? Yeah, let's try it. Okay. That's really good. Do you like it? Mm-hmm. Really good spices on those sweet potatoes. And you're right. The Greek yogurt dip it makes it. Like you need something like creamy, tangy. Mm-hmm. So do you think the flavors complement each other? They really do. Okay, good. Because I was kind of worried that they might not, but I like this. Well, yeah, because you get... It's not... There's not really like a heat in the sweet potato, but it's more like you need something to offset it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you eat a lot of sweet potatoes when you were younger? You know, not really. Neither like did I, I honestly think I didn't have a sweet potato until I was in college. That's so funny you say that. Yeah. Because I think it might have been the same for me along with Brussels sprouts. Really? Like, I didn't have a Brussels sprout until I was in college. Same. Totally same. And I same. love them, but my mom grew up um, just with, like, very poorly cooked Brussels sprouts, kind mm-hmm. of, like, boiled to mm-hmm. death. 
And so she was always like, they're the worst. I'm never making my kids eat them. Yeah. And then I remember calling my mom. I'm like, why didn't you make us eat those? They're so good. Yes, <laughs> yes. I remember having the same conversation with my mom. And because uh, she hates Brussels sprouts. Um, but also the only sweet potatoes that I ever, well, actually they're not sweet potatoes, but we had yams, like canned yams. Oh, okay. And so, you know, Thanksgiving, my mom would make them with like the marshmallow topping, uh-huh. but I would only eat the marshmallows, of course. Well, so I would anyway, have done that too. Yeah. So that's probably the closest I ever got to them. But I do remember my mom would often, she would like microwave a sweet potato and she would put... Uh, just like a little pat of butter and then cinnamon and brown sugar and she would just eat that Mm. and I thought that was really weird as a kid (laughs) but now I love them yeah and I will say there's a little bit of brown sugar Ooh, okay in the mix Mm -hmm. as well as a little bit of cinnamon you can tell yeah Mm -hmm. so it kind of brings out the sweetness without being like candy yeah so I'm a pretty big fan of these right now and I did not try one before you came over so we are trying these together Really good. I and like it. It was really easy. Really? I, yeah. If you, um, you know, just cut up the potato well, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about knives in okay. this episode, I'm yes. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the hardest part is just prepping the actual sweet potato. Okay. And then everything else just comes together really easily. Yeah. And so it took maybe, you know, with prep and cooking, it took maybe 30 to 40 minutes 34 minutes yeah mm-hmm. yeah I make sweet potato fries a lot at my house but you know honestly I never I never think to like throw them in like a neat spice blend and so mm-hmm. I think I totally will make these next time mm-hmm. typically it's just like salt pepper olive oil boom done in the in the I almost said in the freezer but yeah, I knew what you almost in, said. In, in the oven I mean. <laughs> but um so why uh why do you like sweet, sweet potatoes so much now you know I don't know exactly what it is or where it started um, because when you mention that dish as like yams with marshmallows, yeah. that doesn't sound good to me. Yeah. But when you kind of make them more of a savory dish, I'm all about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're just, they're very delicious. I actually, there's a doctor at the hospital where I work. Um, he's very funny and he stopped me the other day and was like, I heard that the sweet potato is nature's food. I was like, what? (laughs) He's like, it's just mother nature's perfect food. And I was like, I mean, I've never Uh, heard that. Sort of. But sure. Sure. We'll go They're delicious. Mm -hmm. Super. They're full of fiber and a bunch of good vitamins and Mm -hmm. stuff. So yeah. Dietitians be like all over these. Yeah. Dietitians all over. All over. So yeah. So on a... One to five rating scale. I would give these. I would give these a four point five. Nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Because I boost of my ego. I really do love sweet potatoes. So yeah. I actually, and maybe it's because you're your own harshest critic. True. But I would give them a four. And the reason, like a four out of five, is still like <laughs> great. You know. You're like, well, I got like a ninety eight on it. <laughs> yeah. But I'm mad at myself. I wish that they were just a little more crispy. Yeah. I they're a little they're a little soft. That is true. Around mm-hmm. the edges they're crispy like where it firmed up. Mhm. Whatever, where it firmed up, where it got crispier. But yeah, they just had like a little more snap. But when hey. you bake your french fries instead of frying your french fries, that'll happen. Mhm. And there's just a lot more water content to a sweet potato. Yes. So yeah. 
Good all job. in all, thank you. Mm-hmm. Good job. So now we're going to get into our kitchens. Yes. So do you have any favorite memories in your kitchen? My mom would call it mishmash or hodgepodge lunch. Mm-hmm. And when we were growing up, we in the summer would have swim lessons and so we've spent like all morning in the sun and i have three younger siblings so it was like it was an event to go to swim lessons i'm sure so we were outside the majority of the morning and i remember we would like get in the car to go home and my mom would say okay when we get home we're gonna have our hodgepodge lunch and i don't know why it was just so fun because we'd go home and we'd make like a tuna salad chicken salad and then we'd like put it on crackers and then we'd like just like kind of snacky food. Mm-hmm. But after being out in the sun so long, it was just like so refreshing to just oh, be yeah. inside yeah. and like finally eat. And then it was just like quick and easy and fun. I, you know, it's funny you say that. I often think food tastes even better when you've been out in the sun yes. for a long time and you sit down and it's like nice and cool. Yes. And, oh, that sounds awesome. Yes. And then my final one would be. Um, Christmas dinners at our house. My dad is a grill and barbecue master. So my dad makes a roast and it's like rotisserie style. It's delicious and he's been perfecting it over the years. And so it's fun now that we're older. Like this past Christmas, I actually worked. And by the time I got home, one of my sisters was helping my dad with the roast and he was like teaching her all the tips and tricks of barbecue and like seasoning yeah and so that is one of my favorite meals of the year um because i i don't like thanksgiving food i know most people be like oh thanksgiving Mm -hmm. is like such a beautiful meal such a good memory in the kitchen i don't care because i hate turkey and i hate (laughs) gravy and i hate all of it really (laughs) green bean casserole it's like a food that started as leftovers fascinating (laughs) yeah but christmas dinner that's such a great memory oh we'll have to talk about that more i'm curious yeah yeah so how about you my favorite memories uh are probably they probably stem from childhood as well and i can remember sitting on the kitchen counter from you know really really young age and you know you kind of like dangle your legs and I remember Mm -hmm. hitting like the cabinets and stuff and I remember like the kitchen was always like the center of the home and so we would always go in there and I just felt like we always would have great conversations and we'd be baking and cooking and I'd be watching my mom um, or eating like little scraps of stuff, you know, if she's hodgepodge. making hodgepodge, total <laughs> hodgepodge. If she's making a pie, I would eat, you know, little bits of the dough and oh, stuff yum. like that. Um, I also remember baking cookies and then uh, teaching myself how to cook and bake for the first time as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my very favorite memories recently, so probably within like the last seven years seven eight years I remember when Jason my husband and I when we first moved into our first apartment that we had you know it's your first time that you're living with someone other than your parents or yourself Mm -hmm. I remember waking up in in the morning and I made pancakes I just remember looking around the kitchen being like wow you know this is this is ours like we live we share a space together so I remember making chocolate chip pancakes and blueberry pancakes and that was a fun time Aww. for sure, yeah. But yeah, the kitchen holds lots of memories and I think it's fun and I like to have it as a nice warm spot in the house. 
Yes, I love that. Mm -hmm. So that was a great preview of what the kitchen used to be. Yes. Yes. What's your kitchen like now? <laughs> oh, my kitchen like now. Well, let's see. This is our third our third place that we've lived in together and they've pretty much all had the same layout and they're always really small. <laughs> like every, yeah. every place we've lived in it's small. Mine right now is is like a galley style kitchen, so it's long and kind of skinny. Uh-huh. And there's cabinets on one side with the with the dishwasher, the sink, um, cabinets above and below and the other side is like a small counter with the refrigerator and then there's a pantry over there mm-hmm. um, we also have a little table as like a little eat-in area mm-hmm. but really that's all that can fit in there and I'm always wishing that I had more space yeah <laughs> always <laughs> oh and it's blue it's like a very very light blue kitchen is it almost like a minty color? Yeah, it's like a mint, yeah. mint color blue. Yeah, I like the color of your kitchen. Thank you. Thank you. What about your kitchen? What does it look like? Well, we're sitting um, oh, yeah. right across from it. I've never seen it before. No, yeah, just, yeah. I didn't know that your kitchen was a mint color. Um, so I guess, would you call mine like a similar layout? I would kind say. Kind of long yeah. and skinny. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are like facing into the kitchen on... The right-hand side is my refrigerator, all of my overhead cabinets, mm-hmm. um, my oven, my stove, and like a little bit of counter space. And then opposite, if you were standing looking in, on the left is my sink, a lot more counter space, mm-hmm. and like my dishwasher's over there. Yeah. And I have kind of like a raised counter, so then like it, it looks over into my living room. Oh, yeah, you know? That's nice, yeah. So it definitely is open and very connected to the rest of my house. Mm-hmm. And I, it's also small. <laughs> but definitely not as small as my very first kitchen. That was, like, unbelievably small. Yeah, I saw that picture you posted up in your blog. Yeah. That is, like... It was just a corner, basically. A stamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, something I really like in my kitchen, because, like, my cabinets are, like, this, like, brownish gray like womp womp (laughs) and my dad is a custom woodworker and he builds cabinets so like totally spoiled growing up yeah beautiful woodwork in the kitchen yeah I was like when I moved in honestly I almost didn't move here because I didn't like the cabinets in the kitchen I'm such a brat (laughs) but I have a couple different prints on my wall in Mm -hmm. the kitchen yeah those are cute and one is like it says vivacious veggies at the top and it's kind of like the abcs of vegetables and grains and stuff it's very cute and animated it's very rachel thank you Mm -hmm. and then i have a little print that says life is a combination of magic and pasta yep it was handwritten by one of my favorite artists emily mcdowell um and then i have a little poster that says eat more kimchi (laughs) because i spent some time in south korea teaching and one of the students made that when i taught a health and wellness class they had to make like psa type posters oh cool and that was one that she made it was very cute and so i saved it do you like kimchi? Have you had it? I like certain types of kimchi. I ate a lot of it over there. Like okay. breakfast, lunch, dinner, they eat it with everything. Really? Yeah. So the fermented cabbage can be a little strong for me. Yeah. But if there is um, radish that's been turned to kimchi, <gasps> oh my gosh. Ooh. And cucumber. 
oh, and wow. sprouts, I could eat those with everything. So I've never had it before, but I've had... So is it similar to like pickled radishes? A little bit. Mm-hmm. Sort of the Just same? kind of spicy. Okay. Ooh. Really good. Cool. But this is not the episode on kimchi. Sorry. Yeah, so... No, 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 later. <laughs> A later topic. So what about gadgets? Any must-have gadgets? Yes. I have four that i'm gonna uh, that i narrowed it down to talk about yeah the first excellent knives i kind of hinted at this earlier Mm -hmm. but they will make your cooking 100 more efficient Mm -hmm. and i think enjoyable too oh yeah Uh, it just like when you're spending less time in the kitchen that means you're spending more time eating with your family oh yeah totally um i have a chef's knife um which does like 98 percent of the jobs Mm -hmm. in your kitchen Um, and I'm not afraid to invest in a really good, sharp chef's knife. Same. And I went to a knife skills class and they suggested, um, buying like a medium price knife, which means it's like under $50. Mm -hmm. And I would say like, go for it. Like, why not invest in the one knife that you're going to use the most? Right. Um, and then I also use a paring knife for smaller jobs and then a serrated knife for bread and more fibrous things like pineapple. Yeah, yeah. Um, really, those are the only knives you need. I know they sell like those big, oh yeah, um, like, like wooden packs. slabs of knives, and there's like 20 knives. It's you true. don't need that many. You don't. It's overwhelming anyway. And they're usually really crappy. Yeah. 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 So I'm very happy with the knives that I have. I have a KitchenAid mixer. Yes, I love Which those. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. And actually... Um, I'd wanted one when I was like just finishing grad school and the internship, but I was like fresh out of cash. I had absolutely <laughs> like blew all my savings on my internship and um, there was like a really good sale on KitchenAid mixers. Yeah. I can't even remember where now, but I begged my mom. I was like, if you buy it for me, I will pay you back because I'm about to get a big girl job. And so, so funny. she got one for me and then I paid her back. What color is yours? Mine's black beautiful i i love black but i also would have loved like a white one or maybe like a fun yeah a fun pop of color yeah um and then i also have a cast iron skillet that i love mine is la Creuset, <laughs> worth every penny again oh worth every penny. and actually i got mine um from my like first paycheck as a dietitian like i was like Okay, obviously I'm gonna save my money, but I am ready to like buy something and like you know right. we put in the work. We deserve right. some nice things. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah, and then this is less of a gadget, but I love glass Tupperware from Pyrex because when mm-hmm. you're like meal prepping and cutting a bunch oh, of stuff yeah. up to have on hand, I think it is super important to have things that last Mm -hmm. and like with plastic this the smells can get through and leak into other parts of your fridge and it's in my opinion very important to have see-through tupperware right because you can see it yes that was what my master thesis was all about was like visibility and accessibility of food in your house so it's something that i think is also worth investing in i love it yeah what about you well it's funny that we have a podcast together because obviously we share a lot of the same interests. Yeah, do you have the same things as me? So I we have, didn't go over this didn't, before. This is all mystery. Yeah, not at all. So, but honestly, I do have like a lot of the same things. So I will say, I yeah, knives for sure. Like mm-hmm. I have 
I have a set of knives, but as like a a mishmash, here's that word again, of <laughs> knives that I've thrown together that work. So like, you know, again, like that really good um, pairing knife, a chef's knife. I, I know eventually I'll get to perhaps maybe like the Wustoff like type mm, that I yeah. really, really want. I'll get there someday. But um, right now it's working for me. Um, I do have a cast iron skillet from Le Creuset as well. Yeah. I love that. Um, I actually, mine was given to me as a gift from my mom when we, Aww. yeah, when Jason and I first moved in together, I think we were out in San Diego actually because uh, um, my, my mom and my stepdad used to live there, but there is a Le Creuset outlet. And so you can get like a yes. whole bunch of things there. And I think this one, like there's like a little paint chip that seeped into the cast iron. It was like microscopic. You couldn't even tell. Yeah. But yeah, mine's orange. I love it. And I yeah. will chime in and say mine is also from an outlet in oh, Glendale, oh, Arizona. Awesome. Yeah. So local listeners, there's mm-hmm. an outlet in Arizona, California. I think yep. there's one in Tucson too. Yeah, I think so. So, yeah, don't pay don't pay the full price. No. Get a deal. Yeah, get a deal. And you can find them so many places. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I love – I'm a big fan of cutting boards. Like, I ah. sometimes feel like a cutting board can really make or break so- something. You know, whether you're – so you've got your great knife, but you really want, like, a nice surface that you're chopping right. things up on. I have a variety of them in my house. Um, let's see. Glass storage containers again. I love totally all, all about the glass. <laughs> I like Frigivere. It was a, it's actually a longer name. I can't remember, but it's like an Italian name. Again, I picked these up at a Crate and Barrel outlet mm-hmm. and I love them. Had them, I've had them for a long time now, probably six or seven years, and they look like new. Right. Um, but I also think, going off of what you said in the beginning, you don't need a bunch of gadgets, if, but if you have this. You, you have like a good set of knives and basic stuff and also just like basic knowledge of how mm-hmm. to do something. You don't need fancy gadgets. You right. don't need like an avocado slicer. You don't need like crazy peelers and funky mm-hmm. stuff. Like the less you have sometimes is more. Yes. In essence. Agreed. So uh, what about must have ingredients and snacks, things you always have on hand? I put lime on everything. I can tell. <laughs> uh, so lime is always in my fruit bowl. I keep a variety of spices, but the ones that I feel like I use the most, like chili powder, I like things spicy, mm-hmm. garlic powder, dried dill. I mentioned that I love dill. Yeah. Paprika and then ground pepper. I hardly ever use salt ever. And so ground pepper to me is like my salt. Yeah. It's... I think it gives a lot of texture to a dish and just kind of like wakes it up a bit. Mm-hmm. And then for snacks, this is very like dietitian-y, but I always oh, yeah. have fruits and vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> I always have cottage cheese mm-hmm. and I will like dip in crackers or sometimes like barbecue chips. Oh my God, I love that. Which is like I from my childhood. That. Same. A, a friend, Jessica Keeling, actually she's married now, Jessica Caldwell, but... Um, <laughs> She was the one that turned me on to it, and like I've loved it since I was like eight or nine years old. It's a game changer. Yeah, seriously. It's simple and it's just so delicious. Mm-hmm. And then I guess, um, oh, I wanted to mention something right now that I'm loving to have on hand: pickled mushrooms. What? I know. What? They're made by these local picklers. <laughs> I don't okay. know. Yeah, yeah. I tried it. 
at the um, downtown Phoenix Farmer's Market, like, almost probably two years ago. Okay. And then I just realized they sell them at Whole Foods. What? So I think it's called, like, Pickled People or something. Pickled Pepper People. If they have a website, we'll link to it because I'm probably messing up the name. But um, I remember the guy who had me sample them Mm -hmm. told me, like, you can use the brine after, like, the mushrooms, cucumber, whatever is gone and pickle your own stuff. And the brine is delicious. So... I'm very excited to use it as a base to pickle some other things. Wow. Yeah, maybe some radish. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. I do love pickled radish, actually. Tell me what you like eating. Let's see. I like you. I have lots of spices on hand because they can make or break a dish, I think. Um, I actually do like salt, but salt, but like... I have a thing for this Himalayan pink sea salt. Oh, yeah. Like the little... um, the little grinder. Mm-hmm. I, I like it, and so I like a little bit on certain things. Mm-hmm. I feel like it can enhance a dish. Yeah. Um, I am a big fan of oils, like olive oils, um, oils and vinegars. I'm kind of obsessed with them. So I've got tons of different flavors. I love apple cider vinegar. I use it like on practically everything, mm-hmm. like in salad dressings too when I make them. Uh, my favorite brand of olive oil it's an extra virgin olive oil from California Olive Company. Mm. I'm in love with it. And it's just very like bright and fruity and has a great flavor. If you're making like salad dressings yourself, it honestly just brings up the whole dish. Um, I also always keep fruits and vegetables, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dietitian thing. Um, I always have yogurt of some kind. I actually always have pickles. It's funny you mentioned pickled mushrooms. Yeah. Love pickles and anything. But I also keep a ton of frozen stuff in my freezer. And I think it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes I just got to have stuff on hand. Like if I, it's going to prevent me from running out and, you know, getting like lame fast food. And Mm -hmm. I can just have something in my freezer. So like frozen veggies, frozen fruit. Um, Sometimes I'll have like frozen turkey burgers. Just like quick stuff. Yes that kind of thing but yeah um what about what's something that you always have on your counter all right KitchenAid mixer that never gets put away I see you it. can see it here. it's over yeah. there it's kind of got like the prime spot on the counter mm-hmm. uh, my toaster is always out which is funny I used to just keep it in a drawer and then I felt like I was always pulling it out yeah. so now it sits next to the KitchenAid mixer um, I feel like I don't eat that much toast, though, so I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Whatever, it's over there. Um, pepper, like I said, I love pepper. Pepper, yeah. My cutting boards mm-hmm. are out. And then I have two jars. They're kind of like, um, not a flask. What is that called that you put your beer in? Oh, oh. What is it called? I have no idea, but it, uh, a it's not a keg. It's like a German. It's not, <laughs> it's not a keg. We're totally opposite. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's look it up. Oh, my a gosh. stein? Like a beer stein? stein? stein. Yeah, oh, my stein. gosh. Yeah. I know nothing about alcohol. Okay. <laughs> so I have two steins. One has a pretzel, like, oh, design on cute. it. Cute. Totally. I love it. No, that's a beer stein, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and then I have one that I found at a secondhand store that's, like, I think from a brewery in Germany. Nice. And then I put all like my spoons and spatulas in there. And right. They're just always out on hand. 
I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I always keep my spoons and all that fun stuff as well. I have one container, though, and I think I got it from Ikea a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, really, stuff that I go to all the time. I also have – so we've had this toaster oven for probably six or seven years. It was one of the big – a big purchase when we first moved in together. And so Jason – Jason can eat the same thing like practically every single day. And so he typically has uh, like these toaster waffles that he likes. Uh-huh. I think they're the Vans Naturals company brand that he likes. So he'll, he'll throw two waffles in the morning and I know the exact sound of the toaster oven. Is it where it drops? Wait, is it the kind that it's, rotates? And it's like, no. oh, that's, I think oh, they only like have hotel. those at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I've stayed at two maybe embassy suites. <laughs> So it's the one where you just you like the door opens and it's it looks like a big I don't know how big it is but it's basically a convection oven slash toaster. Mm-hmm. So back in our first apartment our our oven was kind of lame and so this acted as just like a helper for the oven. So that's been helpful. So toaster, I always have um, our Vitamix out on the counter. I'm lucky. I didn't say that in my gadgets because I don't think it's a must have, but I use mine every single day. So it's yeah. it's like if you want a good blender, I would say go for the Vitamix or the Blendtec. Yeah, it's but like honestly, the the investment if you're going to make piece. one. I mean, if you think that you'll use it enough. Right, exactly. I have the Magic Bullet and I will yeah. say it pales in comparison. Really? I wish that I had a better blender. Okay. I don't like cleaning mine. I will say that. I hate it. So it's kind of annoying, but I like force myself to do it. It's like a habit now. Uh-huh. Um, so I always have that out. And then um, a fruit bowl. Always got my fruit bowl oh, out with stuff. I should have said that. I Stole take so it. many pictures Stole of them. It. Um, <laughs> Whatever. I have yeah. a fruit bowl too, guys. You have a fruit bowl too. No, she doesn't. She's not a dietitian. She totally <laughs> lies. <And> so <laughs> we've got the fruit bowl. Always have bananas. And then... Uh, Paper towels, does that count? Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. And then uh, I have this big jar, this big glass jar. Well, two of them, actually. And one of them is dog treats that my dog knows the sound of the jar opening. So he'll rush over and wait for me to give him a treat. But the other one has a ton of tea in it because uh-huh. I drink tea practically every day, either in the morning or night. So it has, like, different varieties and stuff. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's on my counter. I will say, I mean, I've been in your kitchen, so I know what it looks like, but you are painting a very beautiful picture. I'm sure everyone's like, oh, I want to be at Erin's kitchen. <laughs> They're like, don't go to Rachel. She has a bad no. blender. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know, I like the magic bullet because I like that it's like personal. It's like serve, it's like, or do you not like it? I'm No, I like that because, you know, I, I live by myself, Comes so with I don't need cup. like a giant smoothie for like five people right but i don't know i don't feel like the blades are as good okay so sometimes i have to like shake it <laughs> get and a then little put extra it back. workout i'm like come on <laughs> why <laughs> anyway all right well we just talked about like blender that's great versus blender that's mediocre what do you think is worth the splurge in the kitchen Ooh. okay so we said before I think a good splurge would be knives if you really want to splurge on that. I mean, you don't have to when you first start out. It just makes everything so much easier, but though. But it does. Yeah, it does. Having a good knife helps. And then uh, I would say if you can splurge, 
like right now I still have lots of hand-me-downs but like pots and pans mm-hmm. I think maybe just having like a nice set to start off with <laughs> would make things right and really and again nice. it's like the knives you don't have to get the pack of like 20 different things no, you totally like don't. a good saucepan mm-hmm. a good skillet mm-hmm. and maybe kind of more of like a deep dish yeah yeah like a big like a pot yeah yeah that's basically what I have now and I haven't felt the need to buy more yeah. pots same yeah I think I'll just upgrade someday yeah um but yeah uh I think KitchenAid I have one as well I have a red one I love it um but that one I probably don't use as much I will say mm. um but I think it's worth it's worth having because it just makes it so easy um, and then, uh, maybe it's because I've got house on my brain cause we're, we've been looking at houses and like, we're probably going to be moving in the next like year or so again. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I think I just really want a nice fridge, like oh. a really, really nice fridge. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a good dishwasher. Oh gosh. That makes a difference too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I feel you. What about you? Uh, it kind of, I'm so boring. It goes along basically with like my must haves. Mm-hmm. So Good knives, a KitchenAid, um, a quality skillet, mm-hmm. because then you just cook everything in it and one and done. Yeah. And then I put uh, something that makes you happy each time you see oh, it. Oh, I love this. And then I put in parentheses, fruit bowl, so it still got in there somewhere. Yes, there you go. And then I put um, pie dish, because mm. I have, it's right behind you, no one else can see it, but. Oh, I love that. It's this beautiful pie dish. It was also something I bought after I finished all of our schooling. Um, and it was just from Target. It was like $15 maybe. Right. But it was like something that I always would go look at when I was Aww. at Target. And I was like, oh, it's not a necessity. You know, it's beautiful, but I don't need it right now. Yeah. And so when it was finally like, I have some extra money that I earned, you know, I'm ready to like, you know, spend it on some things for my home. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the things I got. And Aww. it just makes me happy when I see it. It has like a really pretty floral design on it a little bit i love it it's really cute yeah Yeah. thank you so just things that pop and that Mm -hmm. you know just make you go ah this is like you know it's a bit the kitchen is a big part of your home oh totally i totally agree anything that you've got no i think that's that sums it up too i really do love that you said something that makes you happy and i honestly think that's why i painted the walls the mint color because that's yeah it's one of my favorite colors and it like makes me happy when i'm in there I also have a big, I have a, a picture of a, of some pigs. I oh, love, you love pigs. You're, love one pigs. of your cutting boards is shaped like a one pig. One of my cutting, I have some issues with it, but I love pigs. I do. <laughs> because it's, I mean, I mean it doesn't, I don't you know. can chop like <laughs> scallions on it yeah, or something. Celery, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I have a picture of some pigs in our kitchen with a clock that I really like. But yeah, it makes me happy. It makes yeah. me smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What has been your biggest mistake slash mishap in In the the kitchen kitchen. so this actually wasn't too long ago um the the home where my parents live is basically my childhood home we moved there when I think I was seven years old and that's like the kitchen I have most of my memories in oh nice um this was actually probably like three or four years ago but again my dad is really into grilling okay and so in our spice cabinet we had a big bottle of liquid smoke flavor yeah that just takes a couple drops I don't even know where you put it to like smoke things up yeah but 
anyway, I was not being very careful, reached for something different. No. It fell out, and it's in a glass bottle. <gasps> and it shattered all over the kitchen floor. No. In the middle of, like, cooking other things. And immediately the house smelled like, like I would imagine <laughs> after, like, a cleansing fire brushes <laughs> through the woods. <laughs> And you're like, oh, there go all the trees. And it just smells like no. campfire. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, man. And I just remember my mom's face was kind of like, really? <laughs> She's like, well, clean it up. <laughs> so I had to clean up the glass. And then that smoke flavor, it was it was pretty present for quite some time. Really? Yeah. What kind of floors do your parents have? They are like, oh, I don't even know what kind of tiles you but would say. Like, but, tile? you know, like tile that's like got the grout. So, oh, gosh. Yeah, okay. Just super gross. Oh, no. Sorry, mom and dad. <laughs> Your mom's listening. She's like, yeah, it still smells like Yeah, it. she's no. like, thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything similar? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, it's funny you mentioned that you knocked over glass bottles because the first week that we moved into our – condo that we have now i dropped a bottle of soy sauce on the on the floor in the kitchen <laughs> and a jar of iced tea and something else but yeah it was terrible um but in our in a previous kitchen i made a a bunt cake this was for like a few thanksgivings ago and it was like really late at night the night before thanksgiving i always tend to do baking like late at night i don't know why i don't function well late at night i know you don't you have your alarm for I your know. like nine o'clock bedtime just I know. went off i'm like barely alive right now so anyway <laughs> and i'm like thriving this you're is like let's go midnight is like my power source <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway i am late night baking which is not a good combo and I decided I was going to make a bunt cake. It was going to be like a spice bunt cake with like this cranberry swirl throughout. Ooh. Because I've seen them places. And I'm like, like Pinterest. I can totally do it. Yeah. You know, you know what happens when you exactly. see it on Pinterest. Well, mine didn't work because. Surprise, surprise. Exactly. Surprise, surprise. So you know how you can put like a cutting board over top of the bunt cake or whatever cake and you flip, flip. it? Yes. Well, I went to flip, and I went to flip it onto, like, one of those racks, like the drying rack when oh, you, like, put cookies out. It's in got it. holes in it. So I flipped it and <gasps> plopped. Oh, like, no. Like, okay. half the cake Hang fell on. out. For a second, I thought you were maybe going to say I tried to flip it onto the pig-shaped cutting board. Oh, and I'm God. like, oh, no. We already <laughs> talked about this. No. <laughs> oh, I can yeah. see it just seep through. It was just... It was hilarious to me because I was just like, what the heck? Ugh. Yeah, so when flip, it went, I went to flip it, whole thing fell out, and like there's stuff all over the floor. And then I think I just went to the store and got a cake mix and just made a cake in like That's more minutes. than I would have done. I would have got a pre-made cake that's like, I'm oh, like can yeah. we get one that doesn't say happy birthday? They're like, no, okay, fine. <laughs> you like <laughs> rework the That'll lettering. That'll do. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, maybe? <laughs> happy birthday, America? No. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> okay, so instead of the negatives, what's your biggest triumph in the kitchen? Okay. Well, I mentioned on our first episode, I don't enjoy cooking meat very often. Yes. So I originally wanted to say anytime I cook meat feels like a triumph okay but I thought a little bit harder and I want to say the first time that I baked a homemade batch of chocolate chip cookies Ooh. which is my favorite treat and I 
um, in high school used to babysit for a family fairly often and I love this family dearly and they made awesome chocolate chip cookies and what um, she would do, Alyssa, their wonderful mom, <laughs> she would bake a huge batch and then freeze them. <gasps> Yum. So then they're on hand oh, gosh. and you can either gnaw on them while they're kind of frozen or you put them in the microwave for 10 to 13 seconds and they get kind of warm and melty in the middle Whoa. but they still are a little chilly on the outer rim oh my oh, god they're amazing and so one year for my birthday my mom asked me what i wanted and i said i want Alyssa's chocolate chip cookie recipe oh. so my mom got the recipe and the first time i baked them i remember thinking i'm not gonna you know do this right she makes them so perfectly they're the best cookie i'm gonna screw them up and i also didn't have a kitchen aid mixer at this time whoa neither did my mom so bicep action it was like, yeah <laughs> some serious arm work yeah and i always wanted to double the recipe so it was like i don't even know it was ridiculous it was very like medieval yeah but they turned out great i remember thinking oh, these awesome. taste just as good you yeah. know they are just just a perfect cookie so that was big for me because it just gave me that confidence to move forward that like I can bake things, I can cook things, and they're going to taste wonderful. I love that. Yeah. Aww. I also want some cookies now. Yeah. Gosh, I'm <laughs> telling you, these are the best chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> um, let's see. My triumphs, going back on the Thanksgiving thing, uh, too, it's funny that you don't like Thanksgiving and then like both of mine are like about Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's hilarious. So not this past Thanksgiving, but the one before that, uh, we decided to have my in-laws over and my parents were staying with us. They had come in from Oregon. Um, it kind of sounds like my parents have lived everywhere. They have. They totally have. Um, <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> so we made Thanksgiving dinner in our little tiny kitchen and I didn't, I wanted to pull my hair out slightly, but it went fine. Like I made the turkey, um, made all of the extra stuff, and like it was good. It was good. It was not quite, you know, what I want Thanksgiving to be because I'm not a huge fan of green bean casserole and all that fun stuff. Yeah, do we join the club. We should yeah. make mugs. We should. We what should. What the mugs say? <laughs> we'll brainstorm we'll, that we'll later. Think we'll think about it. <laughs> what a dead yeah, joke. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so anyway, my other triumphs would. Uh, would definitely be learning to cook on my own again, like after moving out of the house. Yeah. Like I lived in the dorms for a while and then and then Jason and I moved in together. And so I think just trying to like find my rhythm as being, a, you know, on my own just cooking. And then also another triumph is just getting Jason to come into the kitchen with me and cook along with me because he's not quite the biggest fan of cooking, but he well we saw the waffle preview oh yeah so yeah you know yeah so he just he, likes to take it easy he does he takes it easy but he likes he's a big fan of different spices so it's fun like if he makes it like chicken or something he goes crazy with different combinations and oh, so cool. i think that's kind of fun <clears throat> yeah, yeah definitely a triumph yeah for sure so cool well a kitchen we've talked about is like a very central part of the home mm -hmm. so what goes on in your kitchen besides cooking and eating? Uh, dancing. Okay. <laughs> I think I read this quote somewhere and I was like, yep, that's my kitchen. <laughs> we, we do like 
I remember when I was little, I would pretend that I was like ice skating for some reason, always in, in the, the kitchen. kitchen. Like if you have socks on your feet. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, always. Um, my dog likes to sit in front of the oven. Like we have like a little rug on the floor in front of the oven. And if I'm cooking, he has to be right there. And Aww. usually I'm just kind of like Odin. balance. I know. He's everywhere all at once. Um, so he usually sleeps right there. I kind of feel like also Jason and I have some of our best conversations in the kitchen. Like we'll be washing dishes or just cleaning up from dinner. And for some reason, that's just when the best things happen. Like we'll just talk about what's happening at work or maybe something that we saw on TV. But it's always Mm -hmm. just like insightful conversations. And one of us is just doing something. The other one's doing something else. It's just nice together time. Mm -hmm. What about you? So... Um, I do some Netflix watching. Nice. I mentioned before I have kind of a raised countertop. Yeah, yeah. So I will sometimes prop my laptop up on there and play. I really like, in, while I'm in the kitchen, playing Portlandia. Oh, yeah. That's a good or one. Or like 30 Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, while, and this goes back to food, but like while I'm prepping mm-hmm. food. Um, and then I do a lot of writing in the kitchen really sometimes i will um get an idea for something and my counters are at a really good level to where i can stick my laptop there and stand oh yeah you're right so um i will jot down ideas and um just kind of feel creative in the kitchen yeah. for things other than food a conversation is a, a good one um, I live by myself. I don't have any roommates either. And my boyfriend lives in Tucson. So when he's down here, we try to cook yeah. together and spend less time going out to eat. Yeah. Um, Does he like to cook? Yeah. Actually, he's getting more into it, I think. Yeah. He's so funny. Um, he was like, I don't, I'm running out of ideas. And his like go-to meal, I always know. If he's like talking on the phone with me and eating, I'm like, is that your pasta with sausage and Brussels sprouts? <laughs> he's like, yes, it is. <laughs> so he was like, I need some new ideas for meals. And so I gave him like a super simple layout, like write on a piece of paper ideas that you have for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and snacks. Right. And then build a grocery list off of that and then go shopping. And yeah. then you have what you need. And he thinks it's revolutionary and it cracks me up because to me, I'm like, well, that just makes sense. Yeah. But it makes me feel awesome, both as a girlfriend and uh, a dietitian. Yeah. I'm like, somebody cares what, what I'm talking about. Pro status. And so he'll even be at like Fry's or like a local grocery store and tell people like, my girlfriend gave me this meal plan. <laughs> you should do it too. <laughs> so he's getting more into it. And so when he's here, we'll cook up something together and just kind of like chat and or listen to podcasts that's a big thing that I do in the kitchen oh yeah I forgot about that yeah Mm -hmm. it's okay you can like tag in (laughs) (laughs) and then I do like my exercise planning in in or near the kitchen nice um mostly because I keep my charts on my refrigerator so I stay accountable to what I need to do exercise we'll talk about this on another episode I'm sure our exercise episode but consistent exercise is really hard for me I fall in and out of it really easily even though I feel great when I'm exercising yeah so um if I can plan everything out in advance and then make notice of it on my fridge I stick to it yeah that's a great tip yeah dream kitchen dream kitchen you can go first oh boy 
Okay, have you... Is You mean your kitchen now isn't your dream kitchen? Oh, it's my dream. My little, like, skinny-ass yes, kitchen. Exactly. <laughs> my kitchen from... Oh, yeah. Our kitchen... Well, our our condo was built in 1965. So it's, like, total... It, there's room for improvement. <laughs> but um, I think my dream kitchen uh, would be very light bright and airy that's mm-hmm. i guess those are like the terms that come to mind because every kitchen that i've had so far always feels so cramped mm-hmm. uh have you ever heard of or seen nancy myers movies she's like a director writer producer Ooh, can so you give me a name yeah yeah so she's done um father of the bride movies oh, oh my gosh i love father of the bride yeah my she, girl i love them and she's also done something's gotta give it's complicated uh, the Holiday, she did that one. Really? Okay, I love that movie too. Yeah. And so all of her movies are very stylized. Uh-huh. So if you ever think of, if you think back to those movies and like the homes and the kitchens and stuff, they all, and, and they're all like female focused, so they're all like women driven. Mm-hmm. But the kitchen in the movie, Something's Gotta Give, it's a, it's with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. Okay. So it's a house like in the Hamptons. That kitchen to me is literally like my dream. And it's very like, it's white and there's beautiful granite countertops and it's bright and you're, she's by the ocean. And oh my God, I love it. <laughs> but it's also very clean and simple. Like I don't, I feel like I don't need like a huge mansion type kitchen. I just mm-hmm. want some extra counter space. Like that's yeah, all I really want. Yeah, Some extra cabinet space to put some stuff, some pantry space. And some, you know, a spot for people to sit and chat with me while I'm making stuff Mm -hmm. or like to give them room to give them a task or whatever. Mm -hmm. But yeah, honestly, that's my dream kitchen. Aww. What about you? So um, I actually don't know what that kitchen looks like. I've never seen that movie. I need to pull the picture for you, but I'll show you later. Okay. But I had written down something very modern with clean lines, but also space for mess. Ooh. Um, I have a picture on my phone. It's I got it off of thekitchen.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Site. It's just the picture of like a corner of someone's kitchen, but it has this really cool spice rack and just kind of like small pieces of cookware from what looks like around the world. Like it just looks like the kitchen is well-loved, well-used. Yeah. And somebody who's well traveled mm-hmm. or who just loves life lives there. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want. Something that is like functional and clean, but there's just so much of life in the kitchen. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, a giant kitchen table is one thing that I wrote, <laughs> just like for homework, for reading, for writing, for hanging out, for board games, right. for eating. You know, (laughs) I put also a big shelf for books and pots and ingredients. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you'll be familiar with this, but there is a cooking school in Seattle called The Pantry. Oh, yeah. And it's... Didn't you go there? Yes. I (laughs) I went there. (laughs) So it's behind the pizzeria called Delancey. Okay. Um, And I was really lucky to get to go to The Pantry um, for a food writing class with Molly Weisenberg, yeah. who owns Delancey with her husband. Okay. Um, and the pantry just built an expansion onto their cooking school. And 
it's gorgeous. Like, it has what I want, like, clean white lines, mm. lots of shelf space, a lot of really great cookbooks in the corner, okay. and a big, big, long table, which mm. obviously there's classes there. Yeah. But I want one for my life. <laughs> <laughs> and then, actually, hang on. I forgot that I wanted to read something. Oh, do share. Okay. For this first reading on <laughs> Table Chat, this is a quote by Jane Grigson. Okay. I actually love this quote so much, um, I used it in my master's thesis. Oh, whoa. So, listen up. <laughs> um, and it really, I think, ties together all the things we've been talking about. Um, it's called The Center of the House. It's really short. Like, don't don't worry, guys. <laughs> don't, like, fast forward through this. It says... Cooking something delicious is really more satisfactory than painting pictures or making pottery, at least for most of us. Food has the tact to disappear, leaving room and opportunity for masterpieces to come. The mistakes don't hang on the walls or stand on shelves to reproach you forever. It follows from this that the kitchen should be thought of as the center of the house. It needs, above all, space for talking, playing, bringing up children, sewing, having a meal, reading, sitting, and thinking. It's in this kind of place that good food has flourished. It's from this secure retreat that the exploration of man's curious relationship with food beyond the point of nourishment can start. That's beautiful. And I love it because our kitchen is, you know, we talked about gadgets we love. We talked yeah. about splurges that we would make in the kitchen, mm -hmm. but a lot of it went back to when I was a kid. Yeah. You know? Memories. Yeah. It's like, it was like a retreat after swim practice. Oh, yeah. And a safe haven. Yeah. Yeah. A place like, where you could go. Like it's you said, there. a place you could make mistakes. Yeah. And like, it's not like we're sitting here like regretful and <laughs> no. upset. It's like, oh my gosh, it was funny. Right. You know? You learn, you grow. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, it's a part for you. It's a place for you just to, you know, create something. I love mm -hmm. that what she said about more than pottery and, and, paintings. and paintings. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my favorite part is when she says, you know, beyond nourishment, the mm -hmm. relationship with food. Mm -hmm. Because often as dietitians, it's, you know, are we getting in the right foods that we need? Oh, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But sometimes it's also about the chocolate chip cookies mm -hmm. and the bunt cake and <laughs> <laughs> however horrible the recipes go. Yeah. That's very so, true. I love, I love that. that quote very much. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, it was really fun to talk, and hopefully um, it stirred up some thoughts and memories yourself. If you ever want to dine with us, um, please send us a recipe or a food you'd like us to try. We'd love to get your suggestions. Oh, yes. And if you have any questions, uh, food or nutrition-related or anything else, or maybe you just want to chat with us, we would love to hear from you. Yes. You can reach us multiple places. We are on Facebook if you search The Table Chat Show. On Twitter and Instagram, both places we are at Table Chat Show. Our email address is heytablechat at gmail.com. And our website is tablechatshow.com. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. And mm -hmm. if you're feeling really nice, we'd love a great review uh, if you're liking our show. This helps other people find us. 
and that means a bigger community and more friends to have to sit around the table. Thank you so much for chatting with us around our kitchen table tonight. And now go away. (laughs) You should go live, go do your thing. Catch us next time on Table Chat, the show that's bringing, I don't know. (laughs) The show, the the show that smells like Thanksgiving. The show that's a really big dill. Oh my gosh, you did it. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, bye. Bye. Um, it's mo- like mo- folds in. Let me just start that whole thing over.